Hello and welcome to today's episode of Mythical Storytelling by Shenzhen. Today's story is called Manabaso. Before I start, though, just as a reminder, if you like the podcast, then please subscribe to it and do share it with your friends and family. But if you really like the podcast, you can now show your support by buying me a coffee. My ID is Shenzhen B. Please see the show description for more details. Right. Let's start the story. Manabosho made the land. The occasion of his doing so was this: one day, he went out hunting with two wolves. After the first day's hunt, one of the wolves left him, and went to the left, but the other, continuing with Manabosho, he adopted him for his son. The lakes were in those days peopled by spirits with whom Manabosho and his son went to war. They destroyed all the spirits in one lake, and then went on hunting. They were not, however, very successful, for every deer the wolf chased fled to another of the lakes and escaped from them. It chanced that one day, Manabuzo started a deer, and the wolf gave chase. The animal fled to the lake, which was covered with ice, and the wolf pursued it. At the moment when the wolf had come up to the prey. The ice broke and fell in. When the spirits catching them at once devoured them, Manabuso went up and down the lake shore, weeping and lamenting. While he was thus distressed, he heard a voice proceeding from the depths of the lake. Manabuso cried, "The voice, why do you weep?" Manabuso answered, "Have I not cause to do so? I have lost my son, who has sunk in the waters of the lake." You will never see him more," replied the voice. "The spirits have eaten him." Then Manabuso wept the more when he heard this sad news. "Would," said he, "I might meet those who have thus cruelly treated me in eating my son. They should feel the power of Manabuso, who would be revenged." The voice informed him that he might meet the spirits by repairing to a certain place. To which the spirits would come to sun themselves. Manabuso went there accordingly, and concealing himself, saw the spirits who appeared in all manner of forms, as snakes, bears, and other things. Manabuso, however, did not escape the notice of one of the two chiefs of the spirits, and one of the band who wore the shape of a very large snake was sent by them to examine what the strange object was. Manabuzo saw the spirit coming, and assumed the appearance of a stump. The snake, coming up, wrapped itself around the trunk and squeezed it with all its strength, so that Manabuzo was on the point of crying out when the snake uncoiled itself. The relief was, however, only for a moment. Again, the snake wound itself around him, and gave him this time. Even more a severe hug than before, Manabuzo restrained himself and did not suffer a cry to escape him. And the snake, now satisfied that the stump was what it appeared to be, glided off to its companions. The chiefs of the spirits were not, however, satisfied, so they sent a bear to try what he could make of the stump. The bear came up to Manabuzo and hugged and bent. And clawed him till he could hardly forbear screaming 
with the pain it caused him. The thought of his son and of the vengeance he wished to take on the spirits, however, restrained him, and the bear at last retreated to his fellows. It is nothing, it said. It really is a stump. Then the spirits were reassured, and having sunned themselves, lay down and went to sleep. Seeing this, Manabosho assumed his natural shape, and stealing upon them with his bow and arrows, slew the chiefs of the spirits. In doing this, he awoke the others, who, seeing their chiefs dead, turned upon Manabosho, who fled. Then the spirits pursued him in the shape of a vast flood of water. Hearing it behind him, the fugitive ran as fast as he could to the hills, but each one became gradually submerged, so that Manabosho was at last driven to the top of the highest mountain. Here the water still surrounding him and gathering in height, Manabosho climbed to the highest pine tree he could find. The waters still rose. Then Manabosho prayed that the tree would grow, and it did so. Still the waters rose. Manabosho prayed again, and the tree would grow, and it did so, but not so much as before. Still the waters rose, and Manabosho was up to his chin in the flood when he prayed again. And the tree grew, but less than on either of the former occasions. Manabosho looked round on the waters and saw many animals swimming about seeking land. Amongst them, he saw a beaver, an otter, and a muskrat. Then he cried to them, saying, My brothers, come to me. We must have some earth, or we shall all die. So they came to him, and consulted as to what had best be done, and it was agreed that they should dive down and see if they could not bring up some of the earth from below. The beaver dived first, but was drowned before he reached the bottom. Then the otter went. He came within sight of the earth, but then his senses failed him before he could get a bite out of it. The muskrat followed. He sank to the bottom and bit the earth. Then he lost his senses and came floating up to the top of the water. Manaboso awaited the reappearance of the three, and as they came up to the surface, he drew them to him. He examined their claws but found nothing. Then he looked in their mouths and found the beavers and the otters empty. In the muskrat's mouth, however, he found a little earth. This Manabozo took in his hands and rubbed till it was fine dust. Then he dried it in the sun. When it was quite light, he blew it all round him over the water, and the dry land appeared. Thus Manabozo made the land. Thank you for listening to today's story. As usual, I'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback. You can contact me on Twitter. My handle is blabberingshin. And you can also email me. My ID is iamshinjan at gmail.com. All these details are present in the show description. Don't forget to share and subscribe. And as I said before, if you really like the podcast, you can show your support by buying me a coffee. My ID is Shinjan B. So thank you once again. Till next time. Goodbye.